The history of the modern orchestra dates back to ancient Greece, where the section in front of the stage in the Colosseum, known as the orchestra, was reserved for instruments and the chorus of a play. This tradition evolved over the years. In the Roman and Byzantine empires, formal music was mainly performed by small groups comprised of mostly singers that was performed for select audiences, most notably church parish and royalty. In the 14th to 16th centuries, the Italian Renaissance found composers writing more complex arrangements, but these arrangements would be written with simply the notes and could be played by any combination of instruments. It wasn't until 1607 when Claudio Monteverdi broke new ground by writing a piece specifically calling for each part to be played by specific instruments, creating the original version of what would become the modern-day orchestra. Fast forward almost 400 years to 1998 when the orchestra would again be reinvented with modern digital technology when the head of the Wu-Tang Clan would reinvent hip-hop music by turning away from the breakbeat sampling of his prior work by buying a bunch of keyboards and creating what he would call his digital orchestra. But was Bobby Diggs able to reinvent the musical specter of his composer predecessors? Or does this digital experiment even give the robots a headache? We review the RZA as Bobby Digital in stereo this week. Welcome to Gold Don't Rust, the only podcast about hip-hop that puts your nostalgia on trial. <laughs> My name is Pat Llewellyn. I wish everyone could see Drew's face when he did that. But before we get into this album... Let me introduce my co-hosts. We have with us, as always, the suburban dope himself. I like to call him the prom king. It's the Black Lebowski. It's Andrew Barrow. Yo, what's going on, man? That's me, Suburban Dope. Sababi yeah. Dope it all. Do not call me Sababi that shit, dope nigga. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not want to be associated with, with this nigga at all, bro. <laughs> and, okay, don't give... We're still in non-opinion part, Drew. We are. All right. And of course, with us, as always, it's everybody's favorite curmudgeon. You should probably know him. As King Petty, it's Rick Rex, the Banana Fanafuno. It's Rick Strip Jr. <laughs> yes, son. That shit was hard. I'm here. The Banana Fanafuno. I'm here. The Banana Fanafuno. The, the Resurrector, aka Petty Digital. Oh, that the Resurrector, was... Petty Digital. Yeah, Petty, Petty Digital. Tonight we are discussing one of the weirdest goddamn albums I've ever heard in my life. The RZA as Bobby Digital in stereo. Yeah. Yes. We are taking it back to the RZA's first proper solo release, I think. Yeah, the first one as, as the, the RZA. RZA. Yeah. As the RZA, yeah. 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 I guess there's not really much to say besides Rick. Give us the background on this. How did this happen? I'm looking forward to this. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> this was released November 24th of 1998. Okay. So, you know, right in the in the... 
pocket of Wu still kind of being crazy Wu, mm-hmm. as far as dope output. Um, as you said, it's technically his solo debut, at least his major label debut as the RZA. Um, he did have one album before he was Wu-Tang. He was Prince Rakim. Don't ever go listen to it. Um, so we'll just call this his, his debut. Don't ever go listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, G Street Records, which is, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't either. Yeah, it was, it was certified gold about a year later. I don't believe this ever went platinum. Um, there okay. actually wasn't any singles listed for this either. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. I do remember Holocaust Silkworm and B-O-B-B-Y being played, I'm pretty sure, on the radio. Though I guess okay. they weren't officially singles because this has no listed singles. Right. It's almost entirely self-produced by RZA, of course. There's not much other background other than me wanting to read some of what RZA himself said about this album and about Bobby Digital. Because I think right, it gives yeah, important giving background. The context. Yes, it, yes. I think I found the same thing that I yeah. was going to bring well, up. Well, so, so first of all, Bobby Digital comes from his actual name, Robert Diggs. Right. Bobby Diggs, Bobby Digi, Bobby Digital. Right, yeah. But like, his okay. idea was to create this, this hedonistic alter ego. Um, in the production, he called a digital orchestra. And he was okay. trying to step away from what he was known for, for his sampling style. It was more keyboard driven. I've, um, I noticed that. Right. Yeah. The, this is an exact quote from RZA. He said, the character is like pre-RZA. It's what the RZA struggles not to be in a way. So this was kind of like um, how Robert Diggs grew up before he became the RZA and became focused on music. It's all the, all the wild shit he did. Um, right. He said it actually came to him or one like night. Or like those like dark, it's like saying those dark impulses you make. Right. Like, you it's kind of like a comic book older. cartoon right. type of thing. Right, about the dark impulses of... He said the original idea came one night from, quote, a really good bag of weed. And then he said, I had to get Bobby out of me or else I'd be emotionally unbalanced. Bobby Digital is just (laughs) me feeling my nuts. RZA is my heart. That's what he said. So, (laughs) and we'll we'll touch on some of those things he said (laughs) later on because I think they're important to the context of what he's doing here. Yo... Yo, for real. Let's be real for a second. Yeah. What do you think it's like to be friends with the RZA? He's the... This man was the brains behind Wu-Tang. Produced everything. Produced... This is 90 fucking 8, okay? This is 98. RZA produced 36 Chambers. RZA produced Liquid Swords. Returning to 36 Chambers. Right. To Cal. Fucking... All those incredible solo runs. Yeah, he only produced built for Cuban links, all that only shit. Only built for Cuban, all of it. All of it. He, he produced Wu-Tang forever, right? Yeah. yeah. And, the whole, and the whole time when he's rapping, Riz is always a little like, what is this guy talking about? Mm-hmm. And then he puts out this. So my personal this jump off opinion, I'll save for that because we usually save opinions till we start getting into right. it. But I'm glad you asked that question. So let's, let's shelf that question for now. Let's give our backgrounds and then we'll get into it. Okay. Yeah, let's give our personal backgrounds with this one. I will start today. I had this on CD. I stand Wu-Tang. I didn't go as deep as all the affiliates, but I stand Wu-Tang everything, all the members, solo albums. I had all of them. And I do remember a bunch of lines, uh, specific verses, parts of this album. I, I'm very familiar with. Uh, so I, I have a history with it, but I wouldn't say I have much nostalgia for it. If that makes any sense. Of course. Of course it, it does make okay. sense. 
All right. So next up, Drew, what's your history with this one? What do you got with RZA's Bobby Digital? I have zero history with this album. I've never even fucking heard of it. So <laughs> okay. there's that. And I'm just doing my best <laughs> to just be quiet because, <laughs> you know, so I'm done. I'm that, that we leave it at that. That's it. That's it. All right. We're going to let you open the floodgates in a little bit. Rick, yes. what's your background with this? So it's, it's interesting that Drew says that because I'm kind of a mix between the two of you, at least at the time that it came out. Uh, I was a huge woo head, as I've said many times. Mm-hmm. And also this was, I was 15. So this was in my hip hop renaissance where I, the only thing that mattered to me was new rap music. Right. Well, I loved it, everything yeah. Wu-Tang. I loved all the side groups. I loved everything. But I remember getting this CD the day it came out with my buddy Steve, as I always did. I remember listening to it twice, once at his house and once at my house that weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I remember literally putting it on the bottom of my CD rack and not pulling it out ever again to play on CD because I was upset. I love Wu-Tang and RZA so much at this point that this album confused the fuck out of me. There was okay. like three songs that I loved that I still... Like when I played this back over the last week for this episode, three songs, not only did I recognize immediately, I listened to them all the time and I still know them word for word. Hmm. But other than that, right. I remember really, really being upset about this album. So I was kind of excited to revisit it to see if I kind of grew out of hating it and if I was hitting it for the wrong reasons or if it's just not that good. So I'm, I'm right. pretty excited to, to break this down. There's a, there's a lot of flaws here that are pretty glaring across the board, and it's, it's confusing. Before we go in track by track, I'll just say my general thoughts on this album is certainly confusion and, yeah. and frustration. Yeah. Because it's all over the goddamn place. So let's start going to all the all over the place places right. that this album goes <laughs> with the with the intro. Mm-hmm. I don't know why there's German opening this. Yeah, I uh, have no idea. It's supposed to be like robots beep boop doodle doodle do. It. I don't know why we have German. So I think it's not really supposed to be about robots. Um, and I think that's the okay. first. The first part of this album and this concept that's confusing to the listeners, in my opinion, is calling it Bobby Digital. Um, because <laughs> it gives this idea that I don't think is what he was going for. And I think it's a bad name choice. Because right. I, I think Did the he point name was, this album? Yeah. But yeah. I think the point of Bobby Digital and the point of this album and this character was kind of to be almost like a comic book villain. But like I mean, the that's villain what the, that you that's love what to the follow. Cover, that's, right, this, right. This is how right. I took it. That's how I took it. Right. You see the cover. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're going to get into like, you know, maybe some animated type music or something. Yeah. Of something ro- ro- robot related or something. Similar to Doom, right? Out of context, it's easy to make that connection. So it's, it makes sense that Drew made that connection now, having never really heard of this album. At right. the time... Seeing the cover, I just thought, oh, that's animated Rizzo with a big-ass gun. And, right. and I remember thinking, like, calling it the Rizza as Bobby Digital in stereo, I thought we were getting something else than what we got. So it was immediately confusing. Mm. Which, what's more confusing than starting off the album with a different language? Yeah. Yeah, Fucking it's isolating immediately. I read the translation. I still don't get it. I don't the, even care. The translation, the, translation the guy is. says, why did you, it's a, it's a man voice saying, why'd you come into my life? You fucked my wife. My kids like you. You're a devil who belongs in hell. That's what the translation okay. is. 
So I guess it's supposed to be like the the husband or boyfriend of like some dude or some chick that Bobby Digital slept with. Right. And then like took over his family. Or I wish everyone so could see like, Drew's face. So is this like the story then? It's it's kind of where I said it's it's confusing off rip because even if you know the translation, Hold it's on. Just confusing. Read, none of this read makes any again. sense. Read the translation again. I, I shortened okay. the translation. I shortened it. All right. Well, give us the highlights again. Just basically the, the yeah. first part he's saying, why did you come into my life? It's a guy saying to Bobby Digital, why'd you come into my life? Why'd you come into my life? Okay. The next part is him saying, you fucked my wife. My kids love you. Uh, and something else. I forget exactly what it is, but it's basically saying like, um, I think it actually translates to you fucked my wife. My kids love you and you make me happy, which is very confusing. Jesus Christ. The but then the last part? verse, the last what, not verse, what is, the last part, the guy is saying, you're a devil who belongs in hell. And then he ends up saying, but are you an angel? What the so, fuck is happening? What happen? does that mean, Rick? That's what I'm saying. Like the tra- I thought the translation would give me clarity. I was so excited that it's 2021 and I could Google what it meant. And then I looked it oh up and I was God. like, this gives me less Bruh, clarity. I'm more I need confused. to reevaluate my rating. <laughs> I'm even more confused. <laughs> Just right off rip, I need to reevaluate my radar. So let's get I'm, into the first song. I'm mad. I'm big mad right now. So the first song is... This is stupid. B-O-B-B-Y. B the B, the O, the B, the B, the Y, the D, Is this where Diddy got that from? You think that's where he got that from? I'll tell you what. If that's where he got it from, Diddy did it better. He did doing, it way doing better, Doing just bro. five letters is awesome. Doing, way better. What is that? Uh, 12 letters? Yeah. It's so many letters. And he keeps doing it. He keeps <laughs> doing it throughout he the whole fucking song, bro. Doing it. So And, okay, I'm just going to say off rip. <laughs> this song disoriented the shit out of me. Yeah. Because of the, the beat, right? Mm-hmm. Beat's weird. This, this bass line makes... No sense. The bass line is two notes. Yeah. And they are octaves of one another. It's the mm-hmm. low octave or the high octave. It's only right. two notes. And it switches back and forth between them. I'm and sometimes so will be one up. note. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it'll be two notes. Sometimes it'll be three notes. Yeah. Sometimes it'll switch notes in the middle. Sometimes it won't. And it's fucking random. Now the look. entire fucking the song. whole song There's is like no that. pattern. Now There's look. No pattern. My notes say this song does not know what it wants to be, bro. Does it yeah. want to be sinister? Does it want to be bouncy? What is this song, bro? So immediately we're into this song, right? It's the first actual song. Yes. And, um, it's, it, first of all, it's one of the ones I remember the most, only because I remember being so annoyed by the spelling and the... Yes. Yeah, it's but so fucking Both of you guys are giving similar but different points that relate to the same feeling of confusion that we've already discussed. Yes. Yeah. And now, right away, what confuses and bothers me, listening to this now. So the beginning of this, you hear Riz's voice, and he says, ultimate breakbeats and shit, right? Still making money off of those shits, looping the same shits for a thousand years. Right. Right away, I'm confused and upset with Riza because to me, that sounds like he's insulting all of the ways he used to make beats. He's pretty much saying that his point with this, this new iteration of himself is... I'm not using these samples and these easy go-to drums anymore. I'm right. making my own shit. Right. He really but why, Riza? But why? But I don't. I have and no idea. I think idea he was going why. through like an internal crisis because if you think about how how successful he was and how prolific he was, right, and how proud of his music he was, he wasn't right. like a dude who was, you know, put on a record label roster to just make beats. Right. This was his. Yeah, he did all of his babies. Dude, he did all of right. it. 
Right. He did and all he was of also, them. And it's like almost like he hit a point where he, for some reason, he got self-conscious about like his style and it's and he decided to show he could do something else and but I, don't I don't know, know why. why he felt that way i have no yeah. idea because this beat is a mess i don't <sighs> want to hear this style at all i don't know what the fuck it is bro it makes me it, it makes me so mad because the rizzas made some of the best beats in hip-hop history ever and this <laughs> album the, the beats on this album are not any good it to me i i asked myself flat out is he fulfilling some kind of record contract obligation? Because it doesn't sound like he cares. See, I think it's the opposite. I think exactly. he overthought it. But he, but then again, it's 21 fucking songs. So yeah. of course yeah. he cares. Yeah. So what are you doing? This is even mixed poorly. Yeah. The other problem I have with this song that becomes prevalent on the album, and it's evident immediately on this first song, mm-hmm. is... We, we even talked about it, I think, on our Woo episode about Woo Forever. RZA has never been the best rapper in the world. But no, not he, by he, often, he often sounds cool. Like his voice and his delivery sounds cool. Right. And he's not a terrible rapper, but also... Yeah, but he's too one note for 21 tracks, man. And the, and the problem with it becomes immediately on this, to me... Way too much. When the beat isn't as good as normal RZA or Wu-Tang standards, oh. his his shortcomings as an MC become much more obvious. Like you can overlook someone saying some whack shit or rapping some corny shit like you God's whole career, basically when the beats right. are fucking incredible. Right. Right. When the beats become weird or even bad, yeah, it's yeah. hard not to focus on the rapper. And then when the rapper isn't that good, it's like, man, we're what missing on all marks here. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't. It so is, this, is a, this is an unfortunate start to the album. It is vi- this song is extremely annoying. Yeah. The the B O B B Y D I G I T A L What the fuck am I hearing? What is this shit, bro? This is song two. We got nineteen more to go. What am I listening to? All right, so let's go to track three. Go ahead and go to move to track three. Uh, yeah, unspoken tra- word. Unspoken word. All right, we got unspoken so, word. What do we have to say about unspoken word? I think I, okay. this song is much more representative of what he was trying to go for. This Dude, is like the, so many the cartoon comic books. However, I don't love this beat again. No, no, he's not a very good rapper. No. However, there's times on this song where I laugh. And I think I'm laughing at him, but I'm okay with that because at least I'm feeling something. <laughs> but like, he has a, a bar on this where he says, "My dick bust the universe, my nuts weigh a moon." Yeah, <laughs> that's the just so that's funny, weird. right? But like, I literally audibly laughed out loud listening to it, like two or three times throughout this week when that bar came up, I laughed. So at least I'm being entertained, even though if it's probably unintentional. It's look, this man said we blowing smoke creating Scooby Doo fogs. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what? But if he had kept that that type of that vibe going, I think it's more in line with what he was trying to do. It was supposed to be fun and silly. <laughs> Am I making excuses? Yes. Yes, you are. So I have a I have a whole lot of notes here. And I gotta I yeah. gotta talk about them. First off, this song sounds awful. This song is mixed terribly. The vocal production on this song is the worst mistake it's I've ever garbage, heard. It's garbage, bro. It's there's one vocal track. I'm and definitely bothered by the sound quality. And then there's like the 
the track that's like adding the emphasis and it's the RZA basically saying the same thing six times but he's such a mush mouth that it doesn't so you, you can, I can't even understand the fucking words they're all mumbling every every backup track is mumbling I, it's mixed it's mixed so poorly and he's saying like the shit he's saying is so wild like my earth give birth to the fertile crescent soil like that's a so that's a line and in this song and every and he says stuff like that in songs but he also says the weirdest sex shit in every everything is a rizza fuck rap and it's weird it's weird bro that's a point i was hoping to make many times throughout this album on many specific songs but there's a lot of weird fuck raps as yeah. you just called them like, yeah dude they're concerning. and it starts to bother me because when i read his description of the character and what he was doing for this album it made sense but as i start to listen to it and really break it down it starts to feel like that was just an excuse for him to be un- uncomfortable like this isn't right. getting out your young your young thoughts this is i still have weird shit in my brain and i need an excuse to say it right and it's just uncomfortable at points yeah there's also yeah. like there's little decisions that maybe I'm being too picky, but it shows how much he he doesn't have um, the proper editing and attention to detail at any point, lyrically or beat wise in this album. It's no, not picky not. at all, bro. You 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 have to be that way. It's the RZA, bro. There's a part in this song where he references a famous Bible story of Samson. And I don't know if you guys know the story of Samson, but he like he took a jawbone from a donkey and cleared off like thousands of people trying to come at him or something. Yeah, like he's that. like the strong. Okay. He's like the strong, like right. one of the strongest men. Or but something the way like RZA worded it, he says, "Clear a thousand men with the jaw, the jaw of, an of an ass, ass bone. bone, like black, yeah, black Samson." I don't know what. But the why fuck did you say about? ass bone? Right, yeah, with an ass bone. Because now I'm confused, and I know the Bible story. A donkey bone. But I heard like an that, ass, like you can call a donkey. So an he could have said the jaw of an ass. The jaw yeah. of an ass bone. Simply saying jaw of an ass bone, and I know the Samson story from the Bible, I immediately got confused. I thought I missed something. Yeah, no, you oh, didn't I'm miss confused anything. the whole time anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm already confused. I don't know what this is, bro. <sighs> yeah. I don't I know can't... what I'm listening to. I don't know. I'm not sure. I have no... Bro, this is the problem I have with this album, <laughs> and we're only, we're only on song three. I have no idea what he's getting at. Yeah, no, no idea. I have not a he clue. He doesn't know what this he's man doing. says. My seeds be royal, niggas sweat Muslim oil. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess no time for fragile planet for small wombs. Rick, what does that mean? <laughs> Can you explain that to me? Because I don't know. I'm so, trying. I'm trying. I'm look. This look. I'm. I'm about to. I'm about to try my hardest today. I'm like really upset with yeah. RZA. And this is the other problem I have. Like when Ghost says shit like this, I at least can come up with something where I think it's where he's coming from or what he's trying to say. Right. Well, Ghost shit makes more sense than this. Well, I wouldn't say it makes more sense on the surface. I think it makes more sense if you pay attention. The problem with Riz's shit is I think it makes less sense the more attention you pay. And that's That's worse. Yeah. That's way worse, bro. It's like he's just throwing words together. It's like he's just picking big words and a historical figure. And I'm a dude who's a fan of Aesop Rock, right? He mm-hmm. sounds weird. But when you listen to him and pay more attention, he sounds cooler, in my opinion, right? Because you start to realize he's saying some shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone like RZA almost sounds kind of cool on the surface level sometimes. But the moment you pay attention to what he's saying, it doesn't make any fucking sense on any level. Yeah. No, because he's always just like... 
no was arc, two by two, get the pussy. Like right. he just, this like, whole album is like yeah. it's supposed right. to be the a concept thing. or a character. I don't, I don't know, know what he's doing. Uh, let's keep going. Keep and it's going. all just like it's all just like this like fucking weird. It all comes back to these weird fuck raps that don't make any sense. They make no sense. So then it goes to track four, which is just an instrumental track. Track, yeah, track four, four is, is slow grind African. It's, shut up. Uh, honestly, there, so there's a few of these. We'll we'll jump over the other ones quickly. Right. There's slow grind African, That's Italian, fine. and something else. Sure. But this one, I'm upset and sad because I'm like, ooh, an instrumental track on a RZA album. Not, this should be I mean, fucking dope. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the drums no are fucking terrible I mean. too. Yeah. I know. It's I know awful. Exactly it sucks. It's really yeah, it's, the whole it's thing bad. sucks. Really it's bad. So then we move to Airwaves, which is one of the next track, track five, is one of only two songs in the album not produced by RZA. Right. Now, Pat, we talked about this a little bit off air. Drew, do you recognize this? What? Um, like, other than it being this? He's never heard this. No, right. because I've so, never heard this well, song. Well, that's why I didn't know if he heard the other song I'm about to bring up. So, what, what, what song are you about to bring up? Uh, in 1999, Sway of Sway in the Morning and his co-radio host, King Tech, when they used to do the Wake Up Show, put out a compilation album with DJ Revolution, Swain King Tech, called This or That. Okay. And it had a lot of huge features on it. There was, there was freestyles from the radio show. There was original songs. There's an original Eminem song called Get You Mad, which is one of the first times anyone ever, ever heard Eminem. But the first, this beat, and the first verse, maybe the first half of the first verse from RZA, is on this song called The Anthem. And it's RZA, Tech 9 Eminem, Exhibit, Pharaoh Cool G Rap, J.O. Felony, Chino XL, and KRS-One. And it's wow. fucking dope. Wow. And I forgot that it partially came from a song on this album, because this came like six months before the Swain King, Te- King Tech album. Okay. Well, this um, shit sucks, though. I know. So that's great, that's, that's but where this I was shit going. sucks. That's this where I was going, sucks. because like I heard this, and I was like, oh shit, it's the anthem. And then I realized that none of those it's guys are fucking, on this. The hook is just basically... And RZA by himself is just terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. RZA by himself this is, is horseshit, absolutely man. garbage, Sucks. bro. Sucks. However, go listen to that song because Eminem kills it. Pharaoh kills it. Cool G Rap kills it. Right. Chino XL kills it. It's a fucking great song. That I'll listen to. But yeah. this shit here. This, like, at least the other songs, there was something about them in the energy or the delivery or the content or something that made me want to listen to the song to the end in some way. Right. This one yeah. has nothing even grabbing my attention in the slightest. Like this one, and that's where it becomes totally a weird, misses a me. weird problem for me too, because this is one of the beats that's not RZA, but it's, it's also not good. not good. It's bad. It's not yeah. good. It's bad. And beat. there's nothing. There's nothing like even interesting about it. No, no. So it's like there's nothing interesting like, about and this then, whole but song. But if you listen to the the rest of the roster of that full song I talked about, all those guys can make a whack beat sound great. Right. RZA can't. The RZA no. can't do that. He's not. He's not a good enough rapper for that. Yeah, no. it just, just doesn't work. More, bro. more unfortunate shit. More yeah. unfortunate shit, and that's gonna bring into even more unfortunate shit. Cause Love Jones is fucking whack. It's whack. These yeah. lyrics make me laugh though. They're so whack. Yeah, like, this is, is really one of the bad. songs. This is one of the songs I laughed at, wow. but not laughing like I'm having a good time. Laughing like I'm laughing. Like cringe. At this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like read read the first bar. Yo, girl, you shining like a brand new spanking black Glock. Imagine or a you said that to any chick inside a shoebox. I don't care if it's a it's a hood chick. I don't care who she is. Imagine yeah. you said, "Girl, you shining like a new gun." Right. 
fuck, yo? <laughs> uh, and then Unlock. This, he said, "Now this is look. These are these are these are the sex raps that I can do completely without, bro. Yeah, I can fuck completely raps do kind of fuck raps without this, bro." <laughs> he says, <laughs> "Your heart was mutual. Into the center I dove. Backstroke in your abyss like a fish." Counting every thought and dream and wish that exists within six. It's like, okay, bruh, what the fuck? Why are you taking it there, bro? Like, I don't need this shit. The really awful thinly veiled, like, analogies when he, like, the next, the next bar is kind of right after that. Go yeah. back up. Hold up. Bree says, like, uh, she was filled with pleasures of all measures, but never took the, the time to discover her own sunken treasure. Right. Unlock like the jewelry box. <laughs> that's like, that's like such a bro. weird, I found the clit analogy. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's very weird, bro. Unlock the jewelry box. Like, like how do you make sex sound about? weird? How do you turn it off completely, bro? And it's more weird, weird, like editing choices. Because at one point he says, like, uh, you're shaped like a naked statue. Right. Bro, statues are shaped like women. Yeah. Right. So when you say you're shaped like a naked statue, you're just your analogy is she looks like how a woman looks, and it's you, fucking you weird. You look like a woman. It's weird, yeah. bro. <laughs> you look like a you're woman. A woman who has a woman body. Right. You look like a woman that looked like a woman. What, nigga? He has another one of his Wu Tang acronyms in here where he spells out peace. He says power equality. Allah sees everything. Okay. And there's more weird fuck raps. I couldn't yeah. wait to get a home so I could explore her dark continent. And put my fountain between the hills and her mountains. <laughs> That's like the weirdest titty fuck reference ever. However, that might be the first instance of titty fucking we've talked about on the pod. It's so, dude. I can't do that again. Put my you fountain got, between dude, her you hills and mountains. Killed me just now. <laughs> Holy it's shit, like, bro! Uh, I'm mad that he sounds just like the RZA. You know what? What really bothers me about that part you read, Pat? Then when he says twelve trillion four hundred and seventy-eight billion one hundred and eighteen million four hundred thousand ways to make children right. by building. To make children by what building. are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? When the RZA raps, he's like a he's like a dude that you're like he's like the person that when he talks, he just never gets to the point. You're just never, sitting right, there like right. never. Are you and gonna tell us the making point? a bunch of profound points? Too. Right. Are, are you gonna give us up? like a yeah, climax yeah. of anything at some so this, point? Yeah, are you gonna sucks. do that in this story? No. I don't I don't need to know what team the guy's hat was that you talked to at the deli. Right. Right. right? But he's like also he not gonna just say much. giants. He's gonna give you seven metaphors about giants. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> it's so fucking See, but dumb, then we get the track seven, which is my favorite song on the album. It's one of the ones I still listen to to this day. Maybe this I'm just biased because I love Method. This is a good song. NYC everything is fucking dope. It's a, it's a good a great song. Beat. It's a this great beat. This beat is great. I think RZA sounds cool on this. Listen, he's on here with Meth, so he I was about to say, he's on up. here with a feature, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, but he does say, enter your atmosphere, dig your pussy out like a pap smear, make you smile. I love that. At the I love same it. Time, this is where it's here. Smack your rear vagina, saliva, Trojan wear, rough rider, dick up inside you, dick apple head opens up your clit water. Like Riz's. Wait, right, hold on. Why do we need that? You just almost got to my favorite part of the whole his whole verse when he goes when the chick goes Bobby 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 digi digi digi, 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 digi. and he says right. suck to oh, your ass like Victoria's Secret Reggie. That shit makes me laugh every time. See, but I'm glad you read some of that shit though, because like in this context of this song, especially with the more playful beat and an actually dope beat, yeah, it's it's fun. This is RZA's fuck raps that are fun. 
And in the context of the rest of this album, it sounds. I weird. also don't need it. Like I don't need. I don't need the RZA to rap, bro. I think this is his best verse on the whole album. That says something. <laughs> <laughs> we still have like sixteen tracks to go. Little shit that he throws in, like RZA's cool when he does like sound effects and shit, like the little bitch. Watch me switch. I just right. love that shit. Okay. Or like, what's the part you quoted earlier, Pat? Like the. The or Ida part, non-writer, Mr. Potato Head or Ida, deep fire, right. crinkle cut, one single cut, fuck your whole LP up. I love that shit. And I think this is a cool verse. I, I mean, it's not, it's not um, like all-time Wu-Tang good. No. This is one of my favorite right. RZA verses, and I think it's perfect for this beat. I think this beat sounds cartoony and comic booky, which is probably what he was going for for this yeah, album. Yeah, this is more what he was going for. I, think. Yeah, I don't right, know what the rest right. of it is. Even well, he should have figured song, that out then. Like the NYC everything, obviously they're, they're from New York. It sounds like he's saying, now I see everything. Right. Yeah. It's also Supreme Alphabet. He's actually saying, now Y, W-H-Y-C-S-E-E, which yeah. is all Supreme Alphabet shit. So, like, there's... This is where all of Riz's weird shit comes together in a good way, in my opinion. Yeah. And right. Meth kills Meth this verse. Good. Meth destroyed this fucking verse, bro. Yeah. Yeah. My I goodness. Love However, I do think the end of the song is very weird, and it falls flat on its face. Like Meth's little outro about like like a sandwich like and a sandwich, sandwich without, without miracle, miracle whip. whip. Yeah, it's and even the beat the kind of, of like just falls apart, and the weird parts yeah. of the beat come to the forefront. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't end the best, but I do. Mm, I mean, maybe I've always he was loved just this song. Super high. That's all. This is a highlight in the album for me. It's. I mean, it's 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 the one highlight on the album. <laughs> I don't know if it's the one. It's one of at least two. Uh, I don't give a fuck what neither one of y'all saying. Stuck it's to your ass like Victoria's Secret me. Wedgie. Come on, that's so good. It's, it's, it's a funny. one highlight. That's what I'm saying. It's a highlight. That's it. But the next song, Mantis, featuring Master Killer, it starts off with a Kung Fu sample. Right. And I forgot about most of this album when I listened to it about a week ago for this. When this started off, I like got excited because I was already seven songs deep or seven tracks deep not loving this and being like, this is just as bad as I remembered. Right. And then I heard this Kung Fu sample and I'm like, all right, Riz is back. He stopped Working fucking for around. for some Wu-Tang. But then he doesn't do any of that. No. Yeah. It's... Listen, this beat is boring. This beat sucks. It's so simple and boring. It's very it bad, bro. And not a single MC on this carries it. The piano is fucking annoying. That yes. high pitch sound, like, it's familiar Riza style melodies but with the most amateur sounds. Yeah. That's why yeah. it feels like, did he care about this like record? his first drum I kit or something. I can't tell if he cared. I can't tell. I really can't tell. I honestly think he did, though, because The Wizard's weird, and I think this album is just showing how strange this man is, bro. Yeah. This shit is strange. The other problem is you have Master Killer featured on here who's, he's kind of like Rizza in the way that I didn't realize how much when he sounds good, it's it's just because he's holding his own on a dope beat. We yeah. have a whack beat. He sounds fucking terrible. He sounds bad, bro. Yeah. It's it's so they, now you have him and RZA both sounding whack over a whack yeah. beat, and it's, it's like, what are we doing here? Good, bro. It the doesn't two make rappers in Wu Tang. It definitely yeah. doesn't make for a good listen. No, no, no. And who's and this fucking Takitha? She's on a couple no. of Forever songs, but just no, just yeah, get out of no. here on this. I don't no. think she Yo. she raps ever on Forever, but she sings on it, I think. 
Yeah. She did something in there because she's like she's like in there with them. But like, no. Yeah. I don't need this. She shouldn't rap. No. This is a miss. It's a miss. No. Major miss, man. It's major miss miss. miss on this thing. And then next we got slow grind French. It's just French now. I don't fucking care. It's another, I guess, kind of instrumental with weirdness. I don't like it at all. It's French. It's French now. It was German. And then it was African. He didn't specify which language. It was German. It was African. Nah, it's French now. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Who cares? Uh, now, I just don't. Track 10 I love, though. It's the only song I like more than NYC Everything. Yeah, this is the best song on here, I think. Holocaust, go- Silkworm. Holocaust, yes. But other than that... Ghostface's verse on this is legendary. Ghostface it, is great on here. It's featuring... Legendary. RZA... And then both dudes from a group called the Black Knights, who I was big into. They were a West Coast Wu affiliate. Mm-hmm. At the time, the, one we, the first dude you hear rap was called Holocaust, but his name was really War Cloud. And then the, the second dude is Dr. Doom. War Cloud. War Cloud and Dr. Doom were War the Black Cloud. Knights. And they were dope. I love them. And I actually think, as much as I love Ghost Verse, the first verse on here by Holocaust slash War Cloud is... My favorite verse on the whole album, even above Meth's on NYC Everything. I love this verse. I think this guy is perfect for this beat. I love this beat. I love that it's two different beats back and forth, with which RZA does sometimes. Right. There's the part of it that kind of sounds almost like a like a funeral organ, like the dun 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 dun, which is a very Wu Tang sound. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the other right. part of it is like that fluttering sound that almost sounds like bee wings flapping, which is another Wu Tang sound. Yeah. Right. Bees. And I think this beat is perfect. I think all the MCs slay it. Even RZA himself. Yeah. There's a weird part at the beginning of his verse that's like bad editing, but it works. Where like he, he tries to come in on his verse and fucks it up, but then right. keeps that there and comes in anyway. That's, I mean, yes, that's what he was going for. This is the one, this is the one song where it comes on and I'm like, okay, why didn't he do this? for the whole album because yeah. there's still yeah. like 11 songs to go through and I already right. don't like nine of them. And like he could have used them. more good <laughs> rapping. Yeah, well, I, I well, this is okay. The RZA the beats, man. The RZA needs to produce. Right. That's it. But like even his production on the beginning of this album yeah, is not that great. That's just not good at not, all. It's not good. That shit is just not good. The RZA should have stuck to what he knows and he should have made that. And he should have had Wu-Tang just be in there with him and just fucking make this record. Just make it a Wu-Tang record. Or if he, or if he wanted to do something different, right? If he wanted to create a different sound, he should have put a lot more care into what that sound is. Right. Because it sounds like he doesn't give a fuck across this entire thing. Yes. And that's why it's so confusing. It's like he put more thought into the character than the sound. And that's a problem when it's a musical adventure. But at the same time, it's like, I I don't want to be on this adventure, bro. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like this Bobby Digital character would have made a better comic book with no no music. Right. Absolutely. And that's a problem when it's an album concept. Right. You're making a whole album with this character that we honestly, I have no idea what the fuck or who the fuck he is. I don't know. This song itself is fucking dope. This is, this is what Wu-Tang sounds like to me. Yes. It's got the, the affiliate guys who kill it. Like this is probably, uh, as much as I like Black Knights, this is War Cloud and Dr. Doom at their best ever. Right. Um, it's a great ghost verse. 
Pat, we talked the ghost before verse the show. The this one bar so from memorable. Ghost is like my favorite Ghost bar ever. When he says, "The only man that walked through hell, dick swinging like shit went well." Yeah, I just love that. So that great. swagger. It's so fucking confident. It's so fucking confident. That's yeah, but so even hard. like like the war cloud in the first verse, he has the part where he says, "I'm filthy and guilty, dastardly mastery." My felony melody has to be a bastard's masterpiece. That just sounds cool. Right. Like if you're gonna throw yeah, a bunch a of words word together play. to sound cool, that sounds cool. My felony melody has to be a bastard's masterpiece. That just right. sounds cool. Right. And it makes sense. Right. It's good. It's good yeah. wordplay. It's well done. Yeah, no, this song this song hits on a lot of levels. This one's good. Again, there's two songs on this album I think are worth listening to. Yeah. This is the second one. So that means the rest of this discussion is gonna be Yeah. Oh weird. boy. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna get weird. Uh, I almost don't want to leave this track. <laughs> I know, yeah. but so why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break here? I okay. Through ten tracks, there's right. twenty-one fucking songs on this thing. <laughs> so let's let's come back and maybe get through these a little bit faster. Okay. As we continue our discussion on the RZA as Bobby Digital <laughs> in stereo. <laughs> on. <laughs> Today's episode of Gold Don't Rust. Is brought to you by the new cryptocurrency from the cryptocurrency Scarface himself. It's Nazcoin. Nas has a cryptocurrency now because everyone has a fucking cryptocurrency now. Of course Nas has a Nazcoin. He's the cryptocurrency Scarface. Some guy on Reddit said it was going to the moon. Another guy on Twitter had a chart and he drew a triangle on it. That means it's going up. Buy some Nazcoin. It's a cryptocurrency. You should have it because all cryptocurrencies are worth more money after a while as long as you hold them. It doesn't matter what you buy, so you may as well buy Nascoin. Nas is also releasing his new blockchain NFT collection. It's the Black Republican Nas FT collection. Simply pay five Ethereum tokens and you can receive any number of randomly generated characteristics of black Republicans. It could be Candace Owens wearing sunglasses. Who knows? The rarity determines the value after all the Nas FTs are sold. Doesn't this sound like fun and like it has a lot of purpose in society? Get some Nas coin. Buy a black Republican Nas FT collection. He's the cryptocurrency Scarface, and you're broke, motherfucker. We've given you years to get a bag. Suburban Dope. We back here with Gold Don't Rush. You already know I'm here with Pat. I'm here yeah, with yeah. Rick. And, What's good? Um, yeah, man. I mean, this album is shit, bro. <laughs> so far. This album is <laughs> so shit. So far. So far, at least. Um, so far. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're saying so far, but the rest of this album is also shit. Can we all agree on that right now? It's Pretty shit, much. bro. Yeah. yeah. It's this shit. is not... This is not... I, I'm disappointed in RZA. Like it's yeah. a big, it's a big disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's 21 tracks. It's not worth saying every time this beat sounds like shit and RZA's just doing these weird pussy raps. Cause we know that's what this album is. We know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and it's pretty apparent after the first 10, everything good is already out of the way. Yes. So why don't we take the rest of this album 
and do a speed round where we all just kind of give one thought or make one joke about every song. Okay. And then we keep it moving. All right. Okay. Okay. Track 11, Terrorists. I like the bass line. I don't. My favorite part about this song is the fact that RZA doesn't rap on it. We just went out of format immediately. I had I one we, thing. Oh. I was gonna, we were going to give one thought. And then I thought that was your it. thought. <laughs> no. And then Drew went, so I went. <laughs> that was going to be it? I don't know. It's no, like that's a, not going to be it. You get, no. you get like two sentences. All right. Well, three Drew sentences. fucked it up. Small paragraph. Okay. My bad. <laughs> we're going to try this again. <laughs> okay, do it again. Terrorists featuring Kill Army and Black Knights. I yes. like the bass line. But again, the sounds on it, it sounds like a really early MIDI pack. This sounds like it was made on a Nintendo Game Boy. <laughs> it's, the features are fine. Keep it moving. Yeah. Um, uh, fuck the Black Knights. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea who they are. And um, if they were a Black Knight, they would die because this shit is lame. They're lame, bro. And I don't like the name. I don't like the title. I don't I don't like this fucking song. So that's my that's my piece. I don't yeah. have no jokes. I just fucking hate the song. Fair, Rick. <laughs> other than uh other than Holocaust and NYC everything, this might be my third favorite song on the album, but that's okay. not saying much because I don't think it's that good. Uh I just really like that Rizzo doesn't rap. <laughs> hey, look, man. And I, I happen to be a fan not- of Kill Army and Black Knights, so okay. Yeah, fuck that's them fair. niggas. But yeah, like this being my third favorite song is a really sad state of affairs. That's yes. bad, yeah. bro. Yeah. It is yeah. bad. All right, moving right along. Bobby did it, Spanish Fly, featuring Ghostface Killa, I Lord, Royal Fam, Jamie Summers, and Nadira. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what are these goddamn sounds? How is this passable? This sounds like it was made by an amateur. Who fucking gave him money to make this shit? This isn't even mixed well. Yeah, and like what these ad libs? The th- it sucks. This song sucks. Ghostface, I'm sorry, bro, because you're 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 Ghostface killer. You know what I'm saying? You're the man. You're you're, you know, you're, you're you're the fucking man, bro. But this shit here, you can't even make this sound good. And you're yeah. Ghostface killer. Nobody can make this beat sound good. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't I don't even have anything funny or interesting to say. This song just no, fucking it's sucks. Fucking bad, bro. <laughs> what a wasted ghost feature, man. I think you, I think you apologizing to Ghost is about as good as the commentary gets on this song. Yeah, bro. Most I'm so sorry. Yeah. All right, so let's fucking keep it moving. Yes. <laughs> Handwriting on the wall featuring Ms. Roxy and Roz Koss. Well, if it if it couldn't get worse than the last song, or if you thought it couldn't, it does. Yes, it with does. With this one. I don't like this. I don't like this beat. It's more of an interlude, but everything about it is lame. What are the people saying on this goddamn thing? It doesn't make any sense. RZA just needs to stop at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's rough, yo. The handwriting on the wall is almost like they were—they were. It's like it's like it's like they were fucking finger painting on the wall, bro. (laughs) They weren't doing fucking art. I know that much. There was no art there. It's fucking finger paint, like a five-year-old. You know what I'm saying? They're just smearing shit, and they're just like, look. Look, and it's like, wow, oh yeah, but really, it looks like fucking shit, you know? Yeah, that's right. what this, that's what that reminds me of. Yeah, I have, okay. I have two quick things to say. One is, I actually like Raskast very often, but it sounds like it didn't even write to this beat. Like he wrote to something different and recorded to something different, and then they just put this over the beat because it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I want to say is, Riza has a bar where he says, "I bust in a bitch mouth to make her teeth seem whiter." 
Yeah. Which, I, which, yeah, first of all, so if your if your male ejaculate makes teeth whiter, she's probably got some fucked up teeth, and maybe you just don't don't fuck with girls with with black teeth. Yeah. But also, yeah, this yeah. is the this is the point of the album where I really started to question if Rizzo really was getting stuff out of his system, or if that was just an excuse for him to say weird off color sex raps. Because like, yeah. this isn't like a I need to grow out of this phase bar. This is a just. I'm weird and I say gross shit to bitches bar. Yeah. This song oh, let me yeah. know that Rizza might be fucking with some nasty whores out there. Yeah, bro. yeah. If yeah, they yeah. got black teeth, yeah. that's a problem, bro. If yeah, they got yellow teeth. What the yeah. fuck, bro? That's nasty. Why you got <laughs> or, or he's mouth got some curly white ejaculate, which is also weird. Well, maybe which he's is, he might need to go to a doctor know. if that's the case. Right. Sure. Someone <laughs> needs to go to a doctor or a dentist in this. Yeah, in this someone scenario. needs to go to a, yeah. if that's the, if that's the situation. One of y'all need to get some health insurance. Yeah. Go yep. to the doctor and figure right. that shit out, bro. Yeah. That's right. Next one up, "Kiss of a Black Widow." To speed round it, um, old dirty bastards on here. Yeah. yeah, dirty's uh, on it, but I don't even like dirty on it. No, he's and he's corny. The Nothing song is corny. Is good. Yeah, the the exact thing I wrote down was, I really miss old dirty bastard, but sometimes he says nothing. Yeah, yeah, and I wrote like a bunch of extra letters and nothing because ODB sounds cool if you just like aren't paying attention, but he doesn't right. fucking say anything. He's saying nothing. Right. But I think ODB didn't know what the fuck to say because he was like, what the fuck is this, cousin? Yeah, this is weird. This right. shit is weird, RZA. Yeah. yeah. I'm good on this. What the fuck it's are weird, we doing bro. with this? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a miss, and it's, it's sad. My other note that I needed to say is that uh, RZA has lines in this song where he essentially says that he can't come on the sheets. He needs to come inside of her so her breasts will have milk in them. I think this song is about getting a girl pregnant, actually. Like so usually, this, I, usually I can like find the meanings in songs. I'm pretty sure this song is about intentionally getting a girl pregnant, whether she wants it or not. Right. Well, that is weird. Problematic. Song about it's certainly that. problematic. I, uh, I don't. What content I, is that? It's yeah, weird. I don't know. I don't know what this is or why this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> How did that conversation go when he told somebody about this song? Like, cause we, cause well, we that's know, why we it's know ODB. Because you have to tell RZA ODB gets, shit. RZA gets hype. You know, he he's very into his shit. He's just imagine him explaining this song to somebody. Like, <laughs> I'm intentionally getting her pregnant. That's what the song is about. That's a yeah. that's 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 tight, right? What the it's fuck? Like I'm not, not I'm not trying to get her intentionally milk. pregnant. The breast gotta have milk on the earth to feed the seeds. Yeah, and a bunch of big words. <laughs> it's a revelation with impregnation. Arm, leg, leg, arm, head. The yeah. impregnation of the devastation. Oh, Load God, a pussy bro. up in the quit nation. <laughs> all right, like, it's all this fucking album. Ah, ah, so yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, slow ground Italian. It's fucking Italian now. Shut another up. Weird, another weird. Another weird. Yeah, those, 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 all of those are weird. I don't know who these yeah. bitches are. They did Damn not need it. to be in the studio. Yeah. Rizza hangs with weird bitches. That's what that let me know. Every like single this. one of those. I don't like it. No. Can we just move past that? Yes, yeah. we can. All right, next we have My Love is Digi. Now, <sighs> okay. I like this beat a lot. I actually also wrote that I like this beat. Yeah, I ain't write none of that shit. Fuck, I this, love, fuck this album. I love the hook. I love the hook. Uh, well, the singing kind of sucks though. No, the singing's awesome. It's like a it's like a choir harmony, and the lyrics are funny to me. I like it, and I like the melody. It gets stuck in my head. All I right. think that's good. However, however, the RZA raps on it. Yeah, yeah. he's really bad. On yeah, this 
So yeah. especially. He has two specific things that he says that made me laugh out loud, but not because they're funny, because he's so awful and awkward. <laughs> At one point, he, he tells the girl to sit on his unfalling cock, which I've never heard unfalling. I'm not even sure it's an actual word. It's not but if it word. is, it has nothing to do with penises. <laughs> like, I don't understand the, what you're describing here. Is it it's always little- hard? Is that what you mean? Right. I don't Always know. Just unfalling is it's weird. Unfalling. It's unfalling. Unfalling. Yeah. And then he also says His dick has never fallen off. All right. Yeah. This one, Always on its grind. This one made me laugh and then kind of like throw up my mouth a little bit. He says, bust off about a keg. She calls it creamy nutmeg. <laughs> that gives me such an awful visual and an yeah, awful odor in my nose. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and like imagine a girl really said that. Like you nut on her stomach uh, or something, and she's like, mm, that creamy nutmeg. I'd be like, leave nutmeg. and don't ever come back. Yeah, leave. What the fuck you calling my nut creamy nutmeg <laughs> for, you weird ass bitch? That's disgusting, bro. That's, that's nasty. That's like, a, that's like an awful Yankee candle. Yeah. <laughs> Creamy nutmeg. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, it's a fucking candle. It's a candle scent. She wants to fuck in front of a fireplace with yeah, Christmas lights on. Right. I'm not. I'm not. Get your it. creamy nutmeg. I'm that's how it. she gets in the holiday spirit. You from feel me? Eggnog. Plus, from calling eggnog. anything creamy that's not naturally creamy is just gross. Gross. Bro. Nutmeg is a powder, so Fuck creamy gross. nutmeg just sounds like it's not nothing's going well. Yeah. But no. I'm going on the gross. record. I like this hook. Well, well you got, that's that's fine. And I like the beat. The beat is Sorry. unfalling. Yeah, it's an unfalling, unfalling beat. Listen. <laughs> I think it's good. Uh, All right, let's talk about the next uncomfortable song. All right. Uh, uh, domestic violence. Domestic needs, violence, bro. You know what? You know what my only note was for this? Get off my phone. <laughs> yeah. Get off yeah. my phone with this. Yeah. I just wrote three letters, one word. I wrote eek. <laughs> I wrote, I just listen to this like yeah. I wrote why <laughs> three letters why do word. we need a song about domestic violence and why is he so angry at this bitch bro yeah seriously and this bitch is lazy this is a lazy bitch <laughs> it seems lazy maybe, maybe that's, that's why, why he's angry, he's angry. Yeah, she, fuck, she sounds like she fucking fuck my sucks credit card in your purse See, you don't cook my... you don't clean like damn bitch you don't do nothing I think this song would be more palatable. I mean, besides the fact that it's not good, but like, like if he called it like, um, you know, an argument. argument with my bitch. Right. But like calling it domestic violence right away is an issue. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. problem for me. Yeah. yeah. Why is it about hitting? Because yeah. you you're not hitting in the song either. No. Are you saying this is what's leading up to you hitting your woman? Because I don't want to hear this. I think that's what he's saying, I and no, I don't I'm not, I'm like not with that. It. Not that's with it at that's all. Like, I'm nah, not with I'm, the title. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not with the message. I'm, I'm out. not with any of it. And I'm good. If there was anything redeemable on this album, there really isn't. But yeah, if there no. was, this takes it away. In my agreed. Opinion. This is agreed. like a complete and total miss of yeah. like. This is like Faramanch with the rape song. It's yeah. Just, this yeah. is like an but worse because the album's worse. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Much so, worse. All right, get the fuck past this thing. Get off my phone forever. Uh-huh. Uh, project talk. It's it's fine. It's like the rest of it. I I guess it's just talking like being in the projects, but it's just it's a nothing burger and the beat sucks. Well, what's yeah. really weird is these last four tracks from track eighteen, project talk, to the last nineteen, twenty, and twenty-one. They're actually listed. Excuse me on the on the album art or whatever. They're listed as RZA songs, not Bobby Digital songs. And I never understood that because I don't see what the difference is. No, there isn't. Like, any. I don't know what he was trying to separate. No. The only thing I like about this song is how they trade off bars. I like okay. that style. It's a nice departure from what we've, the shit we've sludged through for 19 <laughs> tracks. 
Right. Four RZA verses per song. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a good song. Way too much yeah. RZA, bro. Yeah. Too much yeah. RZA on a RZA album. Sorry. All right. So yeah. we're moving on to the next song. Yeah. Yeah. Lab drunk. It's just more RZA talking at me. That's all I feel at this point. Just him just talking at me. I believe him when he calls this lab drunk. I think he recorded this drunk. Right. He must have, bro. This sounds like no he, way he didn't. It sounds like he's actually drunk because who knows what's happening here. I, I have like no this idea beat, what's going on. At this point, I'm so checked out. It's, it doesn't even matter if this song is even like yeah. decent because I'm yeah, not going to hear yeah. it. And it's right. not decent. It's, no, it's and not. it's just, it's, not. it's more of his like nonsensical rambling, big words for no reason, bullshit, yeah. fuck yeah. raps. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just more stuff. I'm like, I don't, I've, I had don't this, I've had this for fucking 17 songs already and it sucked for all 17 of them. It yeah. fucking sucks still. Yeah. Right. Why is this 21 songs yeah. with just bad beats? My note was, what are you trying to teach me? <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what he's trying to teach me, bro. Right. I have no idea. This entire uh, album, I'm like, big what words. is he he's trying to saying big to words. me? He's yeah, just he's saying really words. Trying to, he's really trying for you to get the message, though. Right. Yeah, but what message is what I'm saying? Exactly. What message? message? The message might be track 20. Fuck what you think. Oh, God, Right, and bro. it's, the, I mean, it's, listen... It's the same thing as the last song. It's a really weird Don't hook. like the hook. I do. I, the beat's kind of cool. You know what I wrote here? I said, Doom would be dope over this beat. Uh, I didn't yeah. write that, but I can hear that a million percent. Yeah. This is one of the better beats on the album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I wrote was, fuck what I think. How about fuck what you made? <laughs> because I'm so upset at this point. That's literally what I wrote. Fuck what you made. <laughs> fuck what Not you fuck made. Fuck what I think. Bro. Fuck what you made. Yeah, fuck what a, you made. You, you can tell this where I was at, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we're on to the final song, Daily Routine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even have a note for this. It's one, just though. noise. I stopped. I stopped taking notes. I did write down <laughs> part of the hook. Stop. So they're they're describing what their day's like, right? Mm-hmm. And it made me okay. laugh the things they chose to list here. So it says, we smoke blunts, duck jakes, pay rent, stay bent, attend wakes, baby make. And I just pictured it in that order. Yeah. Like you're, you're I smoking just a blunt, too, in that You're smoking order. a blunt, trying not to get pulled over. Right. You stop and pay your landlord the money you owe him. Right. You get more drunk. You go to a funeral or wake, and yep. then you have sex immediately afterwards. Right. Yes. So <laughs> that sounds like a great night. And also, That's what, your daily routine right actually includes... Attending wakes, that's a problem. But the rest of it just sounds like, oh, so you're just doing what, what hood and young people do. Right. Like, right. You just other than attending wakes, shit, that's bro. pretty much what I was doing at 20. Right. right. Do we need yeah. a song about it? Nah. No. no. To end the good. album? No. No, definitely it's just not. It's just noise. Pure noise. So you know what? I'm going to fucking bang the gavel. This is going to wrap up our track by track. Yes. I yeah. can't go any yeah. deeper on this. We thing. should get so, a gavel. Bang. I think we're. <laughs> I That'd think we're. Cool. Uh, I think we've tipped our hands to how we feel about this, but let's let's do what we always do on Gold Don't Rust and give our final thoughts okay. on this album and rank it on the GDR proprietary order of Rust to Gold. Okay. And today we are going to begin with Rick Strip Jr. All right. Oh. So I usually write myself a handful of notes to remind myself what points I want to make about an album, what, no matter what I'm ranking it. And then I just look at him real quick before I speak and then go off, off the head with my feeling, right? It's usually like uh, 20 to 30 words just to remind myself points I wanted to remember. Right. All I wrote for this is two words followed by a period. And I just wrote, come on, Riza. Right. Because yeah. this shit makes me sad. Um, I remember not 
really liking it back then, other than those two songs that I think are still fucking dope. Um, and, and I was hoping on re-listen to the entire thing, it was just that I missed it then, because it was different, and maybe not necessarily whack. I was hoping I just wasn't ready to hear it yet. And it's actually worse now than it was then. Um, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know how someone this talented and this responsible for so much absolutely incredible and life-changing music for sure made this, especially at that point. Like if this came out in like 2011, it would make sense to me. But this was right at the end of his, his, his serious run as right. the head of the yeah. Woo. And I just, it almost feels like he, he was trying so hard to sound different because he didn't want to get pigeonholed that he just fell apart. Um, I wanted to give mm. this a one rank higher than I'm about to give it just off the strength that it's RZA and it's Wu-Tang, but that's unfair of me to do if we're being yeah. honest with our reviews here. So unfortunately, I'm giving this a rust. Despite two dope mm -hmm. tracks... The other 19, I don't ever want to hear again wow, at all. all right. And that makes me rust. sad to say that, but it's a rust. Wow. Yeah, Rick, and Rick, don't rust. Rust. Rick, Rick don't rust things, Rick, bro. Rick has, this is the second thing Rick has ever rust. That's ever. it? Let's get to... Uh, is that really it? Yeah, that's this really it. This and Lil Wayne, yeah. that's it? Yeah. No, no, you had a third thing then, because you also rusted cannabis. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I forgot that you rusted Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, all right, and I will go next. This is even mixed poorly. It's yeah. even mixed poorly. It sounds like RZA didn't give a fuck. And this is why this album is so confusing to me. Because he's made so much great music that sounds so great sonically and has so many interesting things going on. And even when he's rapped on other things, he's not very good. And he can't carry an album. And he definitely can't carry 21 songs. But... Even then, you would expect it to at least have some kind of feeling like something that he had. This fucking digital orchestra bullshit that he did where he just got a bunch of Casios and fucking sat in a circle and took mushrooms or something. Yeah. It's not good. Not at all. It's, it's Wu-Tang beats made by a third grader. Like, it's like if you got a piano for Christmas yeah. and you went to, like, the organ setting and you played along to an old Wu-Tang record, that's what this sounds like. Fisher-Price, my first Wu-Tang beats. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even mixed well. Mm -mm. The vocals are terrible. And it's 21 fucking songs. Of that. I, I had this on CD. I, I mean, I got rid of all my CDs, and I remember having it, and I thought that I liked this to some degree. Because I remember Now I See NYC Everything, mm -hmm. and I remember Holocaust. And I dope. remember those being good. Yeah. I was expecting something more than I got. And when I first, Rick, I'm kind of with you. When I first was listening to this, even after my first listen, there was part of me that was thinking, this, this is a copper, right? Mm -hmm. This is like, even through, even after one listen, I was like, this is a copper. But then when I went back to any of it all and I said, no, the fuck it isn't. I really wanted it to be because of my nostalgia for Wu-Tang. Me too. This is a rust. Yeah. Deep rust. Yeah. Turn it off. All right, Drew, let's wrap it up with your review. There was a thing that Rick had said that RZA was trying to make a digital orchestra with this thing. Right. You know, he had his pianos and stuff. Um, I just want to read off the instruments that are in an orchestra. <laughs> uh, there is a cello, a violin, uh, a, uh, a viola, a trumpet, a brass, a woodwind, a clarinet, 
a French horn, a tuba, a harp, a timpani, which I don't even know what the fuck a timpani is. A timpani. It's a drum. Uh, a timpani? Okay, look. such a funny go. way there to approach go. it. Correct, correct me, my G. Thank you. Pick me it's up when drum. I'm down. A bassoon, a oboe, a trombone, cymbals, and a piano. Now, there's no keyboard in there. And certainly not anywhere. 16 of them. Well, even if it was, so it's he's saying digital orchestra, right? Which means maybe you're maybe you're manipulating the sound of an orchestra with digital things. But he didn't manipulate shit. I didn't hear any of those instruments in this album. I didn't hear no cello or fucking not even a digital bassoon or a timpani. I didn't hear that shit. I didn't hear no cymbals, bro. I didn't hear anything. All I hear is noise and RZA trying to teach me things, but I have no idea what the fuck he's trying to teach me. I have no clue what the fuck he's talking about at all. I'm very, very disappointed. I wanted to make this a copper off the strength of Wu-Tang is forever. Wu-Tang is for the children. Wu-Tang is, that's it. Wu-Tang is forever. But this shit here, RZA by himself, oh my God, he is trash, bro. He yeah. is garbage water, and <laughs> I never want to hear him rap at all. I will never go listen to a RZA album after this, ever. <laughs> I would never do that. This didn't give me any type of like, oh, you know what? What else did RZA make? I want to check that out. No way, bro. Absolutely not. This is a complete rust to the core, bro. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. This might be one of the worst albums ever. And we and we reviewed cannabis. Yeah. You get That's what I'm saying? What I mean. This is worse than that. This is yeah. worse than that, bro. And Honestly, that shit, I, I would cannabis, rather listen to the cannabis album. I would rather, I would rather listen, listen to cannabis, to cannabis than this shit to this too. Wow. And I don't want to listen to that shit either at all. I don't want to What the fuck is this, bro? What the fuck is this? This makes unanimous rust is what it is. This is it is the second album in the GDR trash pile. Yeah. It's the second album there. Right. Yeah. And it's RZA. Yeah. It hurts. RZA. It hurts. It it's hurts. RZA. It makes me sad, honestly. Wu-Tang Clan. The only way <sighs> I can I can like feel comfortable about the fact that I hate this so much and I'm telling the world and the public that I hate it so much right, is right. I'm just I'm I i can not think of this as a RZA album. This is Bobby Digital. It's a separate right. person, it's a separate human who makes whack music. Yeah, but I mean, did you listen to Birth of a Prince? I can't shh, 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 shh. I can't think of this as a RZA. We're not talking about Birth of a Prince tonight, okay? We're talking about Bobby Digital and Stereo. I'm just saying you want to think of it as a separate kind of album. I don't know if you heard that one. No, shh. We're not talking about better. that, though. We're not All talking right, about that, though. Go ahead. I'm just sure, making, this, I'm making this point by sure, myself here. I thought that one was worse on first listen than this one when I first heard this, it, so that's fine. Go ahead. This mm. album will never in my brain ever again be associated with Wu-Tang Cannon. It doesn't exist. No, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. Because yeah. someone this incredible, responsible for so much incredible things, musically and otherwise, but specifically musically, yeah, can't be capable of this. This doesn't make any... It my rational no brain can't fucking wrap my head around it. I can't. If we no never sense. did this show, I would never hear this record, and I am completely okay with that. You'd be that. better off for it, yeah. I'd be better off. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. slightly mad. But also, I look at RZA in a whole different way. He might be like the Joe Rogan of hip hop <laughs> when it comes to like rapping. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck this dude's talking about, bro. He's just saying shit. Yeah. And it's just like, but he's RZA. You yeah, know, but well, hey, he's Joe Rogan. He's funny. It's like, but Joe is he Rogan. funny? Because I don't no, know what the fuck he's talking about. Just he's not. Funny. Just stay no. behind the boards, Riz. Just stay behind yeah. the boards. Stay behind the boards, bro. Don't ever get on the mic. Shit. Horse yeah. album sucks. 
Yeah. yeah. Dog fart. This is so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It bro. sucks creamy nutmeg. I mean, creamy nutmeg, bro. This album's creamy nutmeg. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's nasty, bro. Yeah. Nasty Bobby, album. Bobby, Bobby. Come on, Rizzo. Terrible. Yeah, this was sad and disappointing. Absolutely terrible. I got to give my last Dulu salute. Yeah, fuck all that Dulu Rizzo. What the fuck, bro? That's what I say. Get the fuck away from right. me, Rizza. All right. So yeah. this album, I think we can agree, is a major disappointment. Yeah, big yeah. time. Big like time. It's, it's like, Rizza, I'm not even mad at you for it. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. And um, I feel like his dad. I'm not yeah, mad. I'm disappointed. I'm fucking disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And, disappointed, and that, bro. And that brought up an interesting idea for tonight's segment. Rick, what is tonight's segment? Tonight, we're going to do a top three. We're going to go back... Old school OG original Gold Dome Rust, and we're gonna give it top, our top three personal most disappointing hip hop albums. So most be, disappointing. This wasn't um, as much of that at the time for me, but retroactively, for sure, this made me sad. Yeah, and this disappointed. is, this is a clearly big made us all feel that this way. Is a big disappointment. So yeah. my idea was let's talk about the moments that we remember the first time we heard an album, or the first few times, or when something first came out, or whatever. Where we were like, oh, this, like this just makes me yeah. sad. Like, this I, makes right. me so sad. Right. Yeah. That mm-hmm. this is what happened. For, so it's really somebody you liked. Right. Or something we expected you. more from. Mm-hmm. Right. Or so, somebody knew there's a lot of hype around and you right. got it and it was like, oh, this is right. fucking wild. So this is Cannabis. our, our Cannabis. top three most right. disappointing <laughs> moments in our personal choices. Right. Yeah. Well, I only had three that, well, I had two that popped into my head as real ones where I was like, yeah, fuck you. And then when I thought about it for a minute, I had one more, so yeah. I'm I'm locked and loaded. You guys I ready? had four, but I had yeah, to cut good. one out. But I, I'm I'm okay with the choice I made. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's start with Drew. Drew, what is your number three most disappointing hip hop record? <sighs> uh, I, I I honestly I I put them I put them together as one. Um, okay. But I guess they're separate. But uh, Jay Z and R Kelly. Best of both worlds, right? And unfinished yeah. business are right. pure trash, bro. Those are bad. And talking about R. Kelly now, and knowing all the things that we know about R. Kelly and Jay Z stopping the tour when he was with him on this shit, it makes a lot of sense why this albums suck, bro. Yeah, they're super disappointing. Yeah, really disappointing. Yeah. I think it was like a too many chefs in the kitchen situation. Like it most just because you have two was, dope bro. things and put them together doesn't mean they're going to make more dope things. And right. also, it it wasn't a good match. And if you if someone were to ever ask me, hey, do you think R. Kelly and Jay Z should make music together? I would say no. I would that have would said probably no wouldn't be too. Very good. I think my problem it's not with a good the, parent. So I actually kind of like Best of Both Worlds, at least like five or six songs. I don't but remember it at all. What I like is only Jay Z. I, I think I liked Jay Z doing that style um but i didn't like the beats and i thought r kelly was was trying to sound too much like he was working with jay-z rather than just trying to sound like r kelly so yeah even though i like some of it it definitely disappointed me as well so i that's a those are good choices really really disappointing all right i'll do my number three um i remember getting this album being so excited when it came out and i went and i bought it the day it came out rick we were in college and I went and I bought this and I was so excited and then I listened to it and then I was so let down mm-hmm. that it wasn't even a hip hop album. Most Def the New Danger. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Most Def has disappointed me pretty much every time he's done anything since Black on Both Sides. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a really good one, Pat. Yeah. I do remember you being sad by that. How good is Black on Both Sides? It's Classic. incredible. It's one of the best hip hop yeah. albums ever made. And then he puts out this, and he did that thing on Chappelle where they're in the car. And yeah. He the, and that shit is and great. And it was Close so edge. dope. And I was yeah. so fucking hype. And even that song's on the album, and it's yeah. a worse beat, and it's not good. Yep. No. And that's the best thing on there. And that's saying something. Yeah. It's unlistenable, yeah. man. It's and unlistenable. Kind it's of like what good. Drew said about retrospect on, on the R. Kelly situation. Like, looking back now, it's not surprising to me that Most Def started to make weird, terrible music, because he's apparently a weird, terrible human <laughs> who yeah, just happened right, to yeah. make dope shit before that. Right, yeah. Um, but Is yeah, he terrible? I, um, he's not great. Let's right, just fair. put it that way. Like, he hasn't done anything, like, like morally or ethically awful, but he's just not... Right. Apparently, he's not reliable. He doesn't... Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Those are but the, yeah, those musically, are the people say. I remember being upset by that as well. I remember how upset you were. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I asking so you about mad. it, and you were like, uh, what, what are you listening to? And I'm like, oh, you didn't answer the question, bro. I was <laughs> definitely mad about that one, too. Yeah. And I bought the album. I fucking yeah. threw that yep. CD away. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's real bad. Like, All as right, much, Rick, as, your... as, much as Talib Kweli is fucking annoying as a human being, if you had told me when Black Star came out that Kweli would have a far superior catalog of work afterwards than most deaf, I would have laughed in your fucking face. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Um, so I didn't, usually I do my top threes like in an actual order that I feel like, like my number one is my, my favorite or whatever, or right, least right. favorite, depending on what we're discussing. The emphasis, the biggest emphasis, yeah, the climax. Be, yeah. Because disappointments for me are so contextual. I just am going to list these chronologically. Okay. That's great. Um, so my first one was the, the first time I remember being disappointed by music actually. And it was Snoop Dogg's second album, The Dog Father. Yeah, um, that shit is terrible. <laughs> and you know what? Listening to it now, it's actually it's one of those ones that aged better than it sounded at the time. Even though I wouldn't call it a great album, yeah, no, it's, I like it's, that one. it's listenable now. Uh, mm. But Doggy Style was so quite literally life changing for me, as we discussed a little bit on our specials episode. But Doggy Style had such an in, enormous impact on me at that time of my life, and is still so fucking musically beautiful. And I knew it was then that I was so ex like it was probably the first time I had gotten truly excited about a release because I had followed the artist from day one. Like I, I knew Snoop from The Chronic and then Doggy Style and I was so amped up for Dogfather. And none of it was worth replaying. Right. No. Right. And it, it just made me like it was actual sadness. Like I was like, I don't even want to tell people I don't like it because I'm afraid they're going to like it. And then I realized none of my friends did either. So yeah, Dogfather just <laughs> broke my heart as a kid. Yeah, it's yeah, not Dogfather. There yeah. you go. Mm -hmm. That's everybody's number three. Drew, what is your number two biggest disappointing album of all time? Uh, my number two for me is The Firm. Ooh, I thought that might yeah. come somewhere. Wow. I yeah. do not like that album at all, bro. No. I think it's pure trash. It's bad, yeah. It's really, really bad, bro. That album know, to me is carried by why. like four great songs. It's just like, what is the fuck is this album, bro? It's kind of similar to, I mean, in my opinion, it's similar to, to your first choice. It's one of those situations where Dre was so dope and Nas yep. was so dope. Like, why wouldn't it make sense coming together? And it just kind of yep. didn't, the yeah. sum was not. The styles didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't. And I feel like stuff like that might be a little more forced than it is like a natural thing. And that's why it doesn't work. It's like those big collab kind right, of things are right. often disappointing. 
because yeah. it's two people coming together because they're two big names, not two big people coming together because they're going to make dope music together. Right. And I feel like if that had come out now, that'd be more obvious. But like, I remember specific, specifically more so with the Firm album than the Best right. of Both Worlds. But I remember that feeling like, like they were presenting it like these guys were so excited to work together. And right. it was like this organic thing, but it, it definitely doesn't come off that way. It does not yeah. come off that way. It almost and feels it's... like they were like, let's work together. And then Dre said, okay, I'm going to send you some beats and just sent him like his leftovers. And they were like, all right, yeah. let's just use them because they're Dre beats. It's right. really, really hard to listen to. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah, that's, right. that's probably on a lot of like, um, if you were to Google like top 10 most disappointing hip hop albums, I bet you that's, that's on gotta be up there. On there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely on there. All right. Number two for me is an album that came out and made me turn off my attention to this artist that I previously loved a great deal because I hated it that much. I wonder if it's the same and because I turned it off, I missed one of my favorite albums of all time until later. My number two is Kanye West, 808s and Heartbreaks. That's... Also one of my three. I mean, it would be chronologically <laughs> my third one, but wow, I actually still hate yeah. it though. So I still hate it too. I, I don't do too. like it at yeah. all. I don't it like is it. a bad record. Oh, but it made and you miss fantasy. It made me miss my beautiful dark twisted yeah, fantasy because I turned yeah. him off because yeah. that album came out and he was doing all that bullshit. That was yeah. around the time that South Park made fun of him with the fish yeah. sticks thing. Yeah. Because he was being that much of an asshole. Yeah. And yeah. his music was terrible and pretentious and not anything that it should be and not what anyone wanted or expected and not because it was ahead of his time but because it was fucking self-righteous nonsense that album sucks truly i still hate it and it made me miss his next album because i turned him off yeah yeah i didn't find that shit until like 2017 yeah that's how little attention i paid to that man that album like made me so like dogfather made me sad 808s and heartbreaks made me angry yeah, because Kanye's first three album yeah, run, made me mad. you could make a great argument for that being the, the greatest first three albums in hip hop history by any artist. 100%. 100%. Like no, college dropout, great. late registration, late registration graduation, graduation is an unbelievable run of beautiful fucking is. music. Not just beautiful hip hop, beautiful no, music. music. Yep. He's, a, he's one of the world's best songwriters. Yeah, and he I remember is. listening to it and being fucking mad. It's like, yeah. what are you doing to me, Kanye? Shut the fuck up. Right. Turn right. this off. Don't do this again and go back to doing what you did before. Yeah. And then he did it and even better for the next one. Man. Agreed. He but was I'm with you sad. a million percent. This is also one yeah. of my three most disappointing albums ever. Yeah. I fucking yeah. really, I really can't say enough bad about it and for how <laughs> it just removed me from caring about Kanye when I shouldn't have stopped yet. Like yeah. it was, it was that egregiously bad that I stopped listening to Kanye and stopped checking stopped for him altogether. Yeah. That's how much how I How could you it. not? It didn't make any sense. No, it didn't. It's also one of those ones where like, sometimes I have, I'll admit this, and I've tried to grow out of most of them, but because I'm such a hip hop snob sometimes, sometimes I have like these automatic assumptions where like if you like a certain artist or album, I just judge all of your musical tastes. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right. sorry that I do that, but I do. Right. But one of my number one ones is if someone says they actually like 808s and heartbreaks, like I just yeah, don't want to talk like to I you anymore. I don't trust your opinion nah, on it. I'm good. I'm good. Because you're yeah. just saying that either to sound cool or because you have bad taste. 
I don't even want to know what you think fast food place has the cleanest bathroom. I don't even want to know <laughs> yeah. that from you. I'm out, I don't I'm trust out your opinions. judgment at yeah. all. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't trust your judgment. That's funny. <laughs> all right. Drew, what's your number two? Yeah. No, you're number one now. We're at number yeah, that was one. My number Are two. we at one? My what is one? your no, most? No. Yeah. Yeah, that was my number two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Firm was two. So, Drew, right. what is your most disappointing hip-hop album of all time? <sighs> For me... Um, and it still sucks to say it because he's probably my favorite hip hop artist, um, aside from Kanye West. But Jay Z's Kingdom Come, yeah, was a heavy. Man. It was a heavy disappointment for me, bro. Ooh, and I, like we're coming, we're coming off of, you know, Jay 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 drops the Black Album, and then he takes like a two year break. He's running Def Jam. He's jumping on these Southern beats. He claimed just he was retiring. Shit, you know what I'm saying? He so-called retired yeah. but he's on you know he's killing mike jones beats he's on songs with jeezy like he's just bodying everything i'm like oh my gosh this next album is gonna be great bro that hustling remix was in the middle of there right yeah that oh, was yeah. in there too i'm not a yep. businessman i'm a businessman all of that oh all gosh, of that dude. all of that 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 05 and 06 jay-z run is nice yeah and he was over on def jam doing his thing mm-hmm. i'm yeah. like yo kingdom come is about the it's it's about the like he's about to come back smash Bro, I I still to this day I fucking hate that album. I don't like it. There's yeah, maybe four songs on it that I like, but the album as a whole, I was like, Jay Z, what the fuck is this, bro? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. But then Jay Z, so good. American Gangster comes out next year. That fucking album's incredible. Yeah, he did the whole fucking this, soundtrack. See, where did the shit then come from? You know what you're doing right now, though. You're making me realize how much of a fucking like super Jay-Z fan I am because like best of both worlds and kingdom come have enough music that I still listen to that I get why they're disappointing, but like, I don't think Rick they're whack at all. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it. I could still understand them being disappointing. <laughs> right. I and I guess, it, me, I guess that's where the level of disappointment matters. Right. Like right. Kanye's right. 808s and heartbreaks to me is disappointing, but bad. Yes. Like I understand Kingdom Come and Best of Both Worlds being disappointing. I just also think it's okay. Right. Which um, I get. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't I just don't like it. Now I will say dig a hole fucking great. I could probably chair, agree Kingdom Come is probably his worst solo album. I'll give you that. Yeah, Beach Chair yeah. is fucking remarkable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like um the Oh My God and then like there like there's songs on there that I enjoy, but the album as a whole? Yeah. No. No. I just didn't like that Jay Z album. Yeah, he's Jay. Yeah, it's it's Jay Z. Yeah, and I'm just like, it. what the fuck is this, bro? I get that. Right. What is that? I get it. I get Can't it. do it's it. It's a letdown for you. It's a letdown. My number one. Okay. Yes. You what is the let, number one? You have you have to let me finish here because I'm about to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> My number one. All right. I I grew up as a white guy. In a very small town in New Jersey. He's really going to therapy right now. <laughs> and let me finish, motherfucker. I asked for this time. I need at least a couple minutes here. I grew up as a white guy in a very small town in New Jersey. And I was I was different from the other kids. I had a difficult childhood, okay? I was different from the other kids and I knew that. They didn't I didn't fit in with them. They didn't like me. There was always something about me that was a little different than the rest of them. Right. I for sure was the only one who was listening to hip hop in fourth grade. I was always just a little different than everybody else around me. I didn't really have any uh, 
any identity I could latch to. I had difficulty finding friends and, and some other ways. I found people I played music with. But as a, as a young kid, when Eminem came out, mm. it meant so much to me to have some kind of connection to something that was like, I love this thing and this person looks like me. And I know that's a kind of a shitty thing to say, but I was like fucking 12. Right. You know? I felt it's that not with, shitty. That's real. I felt that with Beasties. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I felt it with Beasties too, for sure. But yeah. still, a little not not the same, not the same thing. Because oh, the right. Beasties, I know what you're about to fucking say, bro. Because it was gonna be <laughs> and mine. then and okay. then the and then the his album comes out, and I love it so much, and it's such an important thing for me. And I overplay it, and I listen to it, and I'm obsessed with it. And then his second album comes out, and it's got some weird shit on it. But I bought it the day it came out, and I was so excited. And it was still like something that I listened to a lot, even though in retrospect, I didn't like it as much. We did it. I don't like it mm-hmm, as much right. as I thought I did. But then the goddamn Eminem show came out and my whole identity had to crumble again because apparently white people can't consistently make good hip hop. It's not possible. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> because that is the whitest piece of shit album I've ever heard. It's fucking awful. It's one of the worst albums of all time. It destroyed so me when that came out. That's I so completely wrote off Eminem forever. And you know what? I and you still have. Wh- I gave him one more chance, and then he put out Encore. And he put out Encore. <laughs> Are you fucking and kidding Encore's me? Remember when I trash. went to Best Buy to buy Encore, Rick? I do. I threw it away. I, you did. Immediately. You did. I remember asking you to burn it, and you're like, I threw it out, and I thought you were kidding. Yeah. He said, I'm not going to burn this for you. You don't need to hear this shit. Eminem has disappointed me so many times that yeah, the, yeah, the, it's bad. The Eminem show to me is the biggest disappointment I have ever had with any kind of music and something that I, I kind of gave part of my identity to for a little while. Yeah. Right, that would have been like if NoFX put out an album that sounded like Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> yeah, you got pissed off. Well, that makes sense in your context for sure. That makes sense, big, especially big time. at that age. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what that. That's what that would be for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, fuck the Eminem show. It's my biggest disappointment of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Eminem, Eminem is definitely, probably, honestly, when the, like the more we talk about him and when we talked about him and like really got down and broke worst, down man. who this man is, he might be the most disappointing ever. I was just gonna say he, had, he's probably my most I disappointing had somebody, artist. Like I had, yeah. I had a dude like the other day at work tell me, and he's like a hip hop head. He was talking about he went back to go listen to Marshall Mathers LP and uh, LP two, and he was like, "Yo, I didn't, two? I didn't know this album was good." I said, "Bro, stop it! Like you're, you're." You're a person that listens to Wu Tang and stuff like that. <laughs> don't tell me that that album's Is good. He white? Yeah, he's don't not. Tell me that no, good. he's black. That's what made me he's even not okay. look at him and be like, "What Check the fuck him. are you saying to Check me, on bro?" Him. He's not all right. And he's like, he's like, you don't like. He's like, you didn't like it. You didn't like. It? He's like, I thought his flow on it. I said, "Bro, stop it, bro. Stop <laughs> it." All right. I'm not having this conversation with you because that album is trash. And that's exactly what I told him. And he was like, "Oh, you think it's trash? No way." I'm like, "Bro." Eminem's entire catalog after his second album is trash. And he was looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, nah, you're not listening. That's how I know people aren't listening, bro. You're not listening. You're just, you're just taking it in and just like, oh, this is the best. It's not, bro. Eminem is trash, bro. I don't care how, I don't care about how many white boys we just pissed off. Eminem can rap all day. We get that. He's a great rapper. His albums, Eminem fans, albums don't trash, bro. Anymore after that episode, they don't. Aside, aside from Slim Shady LP and Marshall Mathers, Eminem is trash. Period. Hundred percent. He cannot make good music at all. 
my last disappointing album is um so in the context of my other two, I actually think 808 still sucks. It does. <laughs> and I think Dogfather just wasn't what I expected or wanted from Snoop. It's still not great, but it doesn't suck. It's just different. Right. Right. Um, right. This one is was and is disappointing to me because in my opinion, it's the biggest disparity between what an MC is capable of and what the actual output is. And it's the entirety of Nas's Nostradamus album. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's literally that not a pure trash. There's not You're a single right. song on there. It's so bad. That not only is it not like worth a replay to me, it's it almost doesn't sound like Nas wrote that album. That's how bad it is to me. Yeah. It's yeah. not um, worth the first play. Yeah, I don't I don't no. know where he was at in his head. I don't I kind of know what he was going for, I guess. He was trying to do like the the money rap thing like I don't know. Yeah. It, it just everything about it's that album. It's not good though. You know, Jay-Z has albums that are letdowns to me but are still listenable cuz they're Jay-Z. Right. Um Nas has been criticized many times for bad beat choices and maybe not having the best albums and all that shit, he's, right? He's but, the his, but the rest of his catalog, but the rest of his catalog I can listen to still. I right. don't ever want to hear a single song from Nostradamus ever again. Ever ever. There's ever, nothing not redeeming. It's it's not only bad songwriting and beat choices, it's empty. It's hollow. It's not what I know Nas to be. Yeah. Like he's not rapping well, he's not writing well, he's not saying anything. No. The entire album feels like a fucking accident. And wow. it made me it made me sad and angry and disappointed at the time. And I tried to re-listen to it two days ago when we talked about this, just to make sure I still felt that way. And it made me sad again. Yeah, I got through that, like that four. Is, is really bad. I got through like the first four songs, about thirty seconds of each, and I just couldn't keep going because I was like, "What the fuck is this? And what are we doing?" Yeah. So yeah, Nostradamus is just it's a, it's a similar to Bobby Digital to me. Like I almost want to not include it in my brain when I think of Nas's catalog. All right. So this was a, this was a lot of disappointment today, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was therapeutic though. It was therapeutic. It may have been a lot of things we were disappointed with, but it certainly wasn't disappointing content. No, I, I do love you guys. Hey, we love you too. This is going to do it for too. another episode of gold. Don't rust. Yeah. We have a friend, his name is 360, 360 and the Vander Show. Creme de la is on all the things. You can type it in, find it, listen to the album. It's good, and Rick is on it. Yeah. yeah. I'm still playing the album. Me too. Yeah, me too. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Drew, you have a YouTube channel? Yeah, I got a YouTube channel, man. Suburban Dope. Subscribe, like, watch my shit. That's as simple as that. Can I'm you gonna... shout out your other news yet? You can now, right? Yeah, man. I can shout it out. I mean, eventually, maybe we'll get him on here or something. But yeah, my brother is on Broadway right now. Yeah, so fire, Jordan. Yeah, he had his so debut. Wicked. He had his he had his debut last night. He is um the lead role in Wicked the Musical. He plays Bach and he so is dope. the first black man to play this role wow. in the 18 years that this show has been on. Jeez. He got a broadway.com interview coming tomorrow. Um, wow. he's just out here. His name is on the fucking marquee on the thing. It's in like big letters and shit. And wow. he's doing his thing like for real, like really living his dream, bro. It's wow. absolutely crazy. His followers have went up like 250 already. Like it's, it's going to be different for him next year. He knows it too. You're like so he's probably going, I'm proud. Yeah, it's so, so crazy. I've never even met Jordan. It's wild, bro. 
You know, all those all those summer camps and all that shit, it all paid off. You know what I mean? There you go. All that shit. Because y'all didn't have to sit through that shit. Like, I've sat through some shit, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've sat yeah. through some shit. Yo, it wasn't always good. you good jokes good. out of this, bro. He was always good. He was uh, always what a star. Odds, what, what, are the, what are the odds of your dad even sleeps through the Broadway show? Oh, my gosh, bro. You know, you know what? You know what my mom said? My dad was there and he's just sitting there just telling random strangers next to him. He's just like, hey, you know, that's my son. That's my son. He's in the show. And it's like, that's got to be the best feeling in the world. Sit down that's got to be the bro. best feeling, though, man. Can you let them sit down? Yeah. But he yeah. couldn't wait. Like, that's see, that's that's, yeah, that's just black insane. people, bro. We can't wait to just talk and just yeah, be telling fucking everybody. show. We can't wait to show out, though. Black people love to fucking brag. Yo, we love to brag Dude, about our kids and all that shit. But get my your brag dad on this time. wait to say that shit. Say it with my mom. Like, bruh. Oh, Donna yeah. My, Andrew, oh, yeah my son, he's on Broadway. Yeah, that, yeah, he's on Broadway. Like, she can just say that now. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. It, I'm glad he didn't sleep through this one. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't sleep through this <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is there anything else to plug? Uh, the big plug wasn't even a plug for us. Is there anything else? We're on the internet. No. Yeah. Gold on Rust. Yeah, we're it's on the internet, man. It's we're Gold on Rust Pod on socials, but just get off of them. Yeah. And I mean, we're on fine. there. And honestly, we just might be on be your the phone best. to listen to us. That's we're it. The, we're there the best hip hop podcast, period. We are. There's not, there's, there really isn't shows that do this shit like us. Yeah. I'm not even going to plug the goddamn socials. Just anymore. listen to just, us. Listen to the show, like, review, comment, yeah. subscribe, tell yep. people. Yeah, subscribe to like the show, it, bro. You know what I mean? Tell subscribe people. to it, leave a comment. That's really all we need. I want to know other people's most disappointing albums. And we yeah. really are talking about these albums. And we have good conversations from talking about this content. Next week's going to be a good conversation. You can't, you what can't, you can't. I can already hear Drew next week. I'm oh, already excited. I'm more excited for specifically Drew than I am for discussing this album. And that's not to I say I don't like the wait, album, bro. Next mm-hmm. week we are discussing Cameron Purple Haze. Yeah, man. Purple Haze. Yeah. I cannot yeah. wait, bro. I don't One of I've my never favorites. listened to a Cameron album all the way through. Cameron is hilarious, bro. Never checked on a Cam record. I'm excited. He uh, is very entertaining. Without giving away how I feel about it in the context of all hip hop. I will say it's my favorite Cameron album. That's all I'll say. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. right. Definitely. Then, you know, join us. Join us next week. It's purple haze. I guess we're gonna get high. We're also gonna. Yeah, wear, we're I'm wearing pink. Yeah. If you don't wear pink, you're not getting into it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have mm-hmm. on some sort of pink or some or sort mink. of purple, <laughs> something of that nature. Then join us next week for the vagina monologues. <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs>